Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How is long? We have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet before we nursed. Oh, listen, Laverne, it's a second feast. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour. It's the Barbecue Central Show. If you're just tuning in, what some are texting and emailing me right now, the finest two segments the show has done, not only this year, but potentially ever. So if you missed it, go back and either sign up for the podcast feed. If you're into podcasts and you're not subscribed to the show, how dare you, number one. But you'll be able to hear the entire Steve Ray episode. Uh, He came back to the show after a number of years off. Didn't know exactly. uh, So just to give you a little setup, uh, Steve was entrenched in the show, as I had mentioned, was an embedded correspondent, an original embedded correspondent, put people into the Barbecue Central Show's guest hall of fame. Uh, so I guess it would have been you know, five years. Um, I'd have to go back and listen to all of the, maybe he was in, maybe he was in 2019 as well. So it's probably been four years or so where he just vacated. Just one day I got a, I'm not talking out of school here, but one day I had a text message from Steve and he said, uh, or maybe it was an email and it was like, uh, I'm done with the show. That was it. There was no reasons. You're left to think, well, what happened? I'm always working under the assumption that people like me until I inevitably offend them in some way, and usually I don't realize I'm offending them, but as I look over my lifetime, it's just what happens. I have friends, we get close, maybe I say something out of pocket, you become offended enough where we're not so much friends anymore. I've come to accept, it's fine. So I'm wondering, well, what could I have possibly said you start to think about things like that i couldn't think of anything and then the remainder of the embedded correspondence and i are congregating talking offline going did i do something wrong did doug do something wrong this seemed to be a good mix of folks a good embedded correspondent group plus me 
and why did it happen and then it just so when you don't get answers now you've left it up to me to go ahead and decide how i want to take it or what direction i want to steer it in and we always talked it up in a way of he quit the show no reason given persona non grata blah 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 and in the first hour we had the opportunity to find out all about it i told them as we were getting ready for the interview, I'm going to be asking you some very direct questions. And he said, okay, I'm game for it. And I had no idea the interview that was going to transpire was going to, I didn't know that interview was going to happen is what I'm saying. So, uh, crazy appreciative and so happy that, Steve's been able to work through and get to the point where he's at today, which is most important um, to turn off to everybody. And as he said, be angry and probably wondering why this was going on with his wife. And uh, Look, I mean, it's, it's a crazy thing. So I'm glad he's in the position he's in now and we continue him uh, we continue to wish him great success and his wife, uh, Barbara, that the days are better than they're not. So, uh, the hell? Uh, we still are saying good evening to those of you watching through the video streaming platforms of Facebook and Twitch. You can also watch through youtube.com slash Central show. We have a YouTube poll question of the week where we're asking everybody, if you really think the earth is flat, 93% of you are saying uh, no. Get that big stuff out of here. But 7% of you think the earth is flat. How can this be? I just, what is going on? I have... A basement studio. There's no doors down here. I can't have knocking. There's no doors. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. We feature one of the best competition cooks ever to light a pit. Rob Rug, <laughs> Rob Rub Bagby of Swamp Boys Barbecue. Rub was a Florida Barbecue Association's president, I believe, multiple terms. A multiple-time Florida Barbecue Association's Team of the Year winner. Also did very well when he competed in the KCBS contest that he was availing himself to. Rob eventually got into the sauce and manufacturing business, selling three different flavors of sauce, I believe. I know at least two, but maybe three, which you can still buy to this day. In this particular segment, we talked a lot about a contest that unknowing or unknowingly that no longer exists it's called the best of the best or it was called the best of the best and that was put on by now nbbqa owners cal and janet phelps if you're new to the competition scene best of the best was very unique in the fact that it was an event that drew competitors from all different sanctioning bodies also it took rules from all different sanctioning bodies and balled them up and made it into their own. There was both an invitational side to best of the best. There was an open side to best of the best. And this was run for a number of years. Many considered it to be a major contest, especially when competitions were hitting their stride. 
remember, we're going back 15 years on this. So if you aren't familiar with rub or the best of the best competition, good taste test for both of those. Make sure you grab the whole show through using that link in the show notes as well. You can get the whole full two hour show back then. Maybe it was only uh, it was probably only an hour back then, actually. And you can do that by subscribing to the show podcast feed, which is the com slash subscribe. And you can also send John an email. You can send John an email and request a guest or segment that you think has been lost in the archives. J-O-N at the com, And he'll do his best to meet your needs. All right. Is somebody knocking? Is anybody there? Like, there's no door. I'm in the basement. But is somebody knocking that I'm not aware of? All right. What the hell is it? Greg, man, it's me, Barbecue Smokey, man. Smokey! Yeah, it's been forever. Holy moly. Do you remember the last time I was on your show? Yeah. Because I don't. All I know is the last thing I remember is running to that bridge, and here I am in heaven. No way. Yep. Right here in heaven. Are you sure? Oh, it's just such a lovely place. I mean, everyone's so supportive and nice. They're always getting me to participate in their fun activities. Oh, here they come with the red hot poker again. Okay, hold on. Red hot poker? Ooh. Oh, my God. Heaven is so much fun. And you know what the best part about heaven is, Greg? No. The music rules! Yeah? I had no idea, man! The music would be so awesome in heaven! Like what? I thought it'd be all harps and Metallica and all that kind of garbage. But no! They got Pantera here! Really? I mean, it's the the reunited Pantera. It's the Dimebag Daryl, Vinny Paul. Love Dimebag. And then uh, two other dudes. I don't know who they are, but uh, wait a second. What? That's Mickey Manby. Who? My best friend. Oh, Mickey. Why is yeah. he here in heaven? I don't know. Oh my God! And that's Big Red Craig, my other best friend. He's your oh, best friend. Man, if we only had Maddie and Kiki here, it'd be a real barbecue bash. No kidding. Actually, what? That reminds me. What? Of a song we were working on. You were working Hit on it, a Pantera song. Pantera boys. Uh oh. Is this for real? I was slaving in my kitchen late one freaky night with Greg, John, and it was a barbecue fight. <laughs> Big Greg Craig, he manned the grill. Flames reached the sky and I thought it would kill. The bash, it was a barbecue bash. It was a bash. It was a monster mash. It was a bash. No, a barbecue bash. It was a bash. It was a barbecue bash. Wow. They spatchcocked some birds, injecting fun with flair. Beef sausages sizzled, launching meat in the air. Rubbing thighs with spices under the moon. Smoky bones and meat mitch. It was a delight. A bash. It was a barbecue bash. It was a bash. A smoking meaty bash. It was a bash. And spirits doing the mash. It was a bash. It was a barbecue bash. They whipped up atomic buffalo turds. It was a wild and spicy treat. Yeah. yeah. Serving them with flair. Making ghouls tap their feet. Hmm. Ooh. Eerie laugh 
after they devoured with a cackle. In Hell's Barbecue Bash, the spookiest barbecue tackle. Ooh, it was a meaty bash. Flames were dancing. It was a mash. Mickey Man Meat, he led the show with a smoky grin. Toe to toe. Greg, John, and Aaron was a barbecue win. (laughs) Cooking barbecue in hell, it is a sin. It was a bash. A smoky, meaty bash. It was a bash. We've had too much hash. It was a bash. It was a barbecue bash. It was the barbecue bash. Wow. Wait, wait a second. What? Hey, man, why is there an accordion solo on my song? I was just going to ask. That's not a real heavenly thing to do, Greg. Are you in hell? Wait. Oh, no. What? I'm in hell. What? Greg, I'm getting scared again, Greg. Oh, no. It was the bash. It was the barbecue bash. Are there any bridges around you? It was a barbecue bash. Are there any bridges around I'm remembering my friends. They got on fire. It was the barbecue bash. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. Am I in hell? Uh-oh. Stay away from the bridges. Greg, I... What? I'm going. I see a bridge. Oh, no. Heaven's got a beautiful bridge. No. I'm it's, going for it, Greg. Greg it's no. not heaven. Oh, my God. That's a beautiful solo, Mickey Man. Smokey. Oh. There he goes. Are you still falling? Oh, my God. I'm still falling. Oh. Forever. Wow. This is a really long fall. Wow. Holy moly. Well, that's it for me. That was smoky. And who knows what happened to Barbecue Smokey this time around yet again. I thought the last time that was it. Remember, the first time Smokey jumped off the 480 bridge here in Cleveland, Ohio, and right before he met his ultimate demise, he caught a tree limb and it flung him back up. And then he called in a number of months later. He was at some social influencers party with all the people he just mentioned. Big Green Craig, Mickey Manmeat, Maddie and Kiki. There was a coronavirus situation. A lot of people get caught on fire. Found another bridge. I thought he was dead then. And years later, he's making a reappearance. Singing a Halloween song to boot, which is perfect considering it's Halloween tonight. So uh, that was insane. I would like to say I'm glad we're hearing from people we haven't heard from in years. Steve Ray and then Smokey Smockfer, better known as Barbecue Smokey, who was singing tonight and sounding great till he took a header off the bridge. We can only imagine what's going on with him. So hopefully, I mean, he was falling for a long time. We can only imagine what's going to be going on the next time. If there is a next time, who knows? At least we know where the knocking was coming from. That was concerning. I didn't realize there was a door in the studio, but now we know. We got an open segment coming up. If you want to weigh in, you want to shoot me an email, go ahead and do that. At BBQ Central Show or... Shoot me a chat here through YouTube or Facebook. Franklin Barbecue Pits. Steve Ray from 
Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply look might be looking to become your latest certified Franklin Barbecue Pit dealer. These are for the barbecue purists who want to take their craft of barbecue to the next level. What you have with the Franklin Pit is a deeply thought out and refined version of the old propane style cookers that Aaron built for the restaurants. Stylistically, it reflects the bare bones industrial handmade aesthetic that he loves as in the patina and the way the build allows you to see the welds and the craftsmanship. Franklin Pitts, primarily built of 5-16th and quarter-inch American-made steel, and a word, strong. Anything that sees heat is engineered to be incredibly solid and should last a century or more if cared for properly. How many other pits can say that? You can't overstate how important the thickness of the steel is. This guarantees professional-grade heat retention. That's key to producing good barbecue. Every Franklin barbecue pit unique unto itself. Its own patina, natural markings, its very own badge number. Franklin pits can be found at fine barbecue specialty stores in select regions of the country. If you're a fan of the show like Steve, and you happen to own such a store like Steve, fill out a dealer form. Go to franklinbbqpits.com. You can fill out that form on the website. If you are a fan of the show and you want to own a Franklin Barbecue Pit, but don't have certified barbecue dealers near you for Franklin Barbecue Pits, you can visit franklinbbqpits.com and purchase the pit right there on the website. Franklin's Pit will ship right to your driveway. If you have any questions along the way, make sure you use the Contact Us link at the bottom of the website. And it's a growing list of dealers, by the way. If you have filled out a Franklin Barbecue Pit dealer form and you want me to see if I can't work the express train through, I know somebody that makes these decisions. Now, they don't want to crowd the area. So as you build out a dealer network, you don't want to have five dealers within an hour each other, right? So keep that in mind. But if you filled out a form to become a certified dealer let me know maybe i can help you franklinbbqpits.com we're back with an open segment and then we wrap the show on this halloween stick around be right back you're listening to the barbecue central show Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. And we welcome you back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes with a host of accessories. Whether you're a beginner or professional, doesn't matter. It's a cooker you want to add to the arsenal regardless. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com. Tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue weighing in. Was there a cook that went viral in 2023? I haven't seen anything since smoked cream cheese. Do we need to even talk about that. Well, let's see. Let's comb our brains, Joe, and 
I think in the very beginning of the year, butter candle was what I was calling to be a trend of 2023 as we opened the year. I think the minute I mentioned it, it died very quickly. However, in the past couple weeks, I have seen butter candle show back up again. And it's been going in the middle. So you, you break, uh, you break, you bake a loaf of bread, maybe sourdough. I've seen focaccia is a big thing I'm seeing on the internet right now for people that are making that at home. Some kind of bread that puffs up. They cut out the middle. Meanwhile, they've made their butter candle, however the hell you make that. But remember, it requires a wick because it's a candle. And they cut out the center of the bread and they drop butter candle in there. And now you have the bread being buttered by the butter candle. So as we close out 2023, rapidly coming to a close at this point, in the beginning of 2023, butter candle, as we're getting ready to close out 2023, butter candle showing back up again. We might have to ask the embedded correspondents in November what they think the 2023 food trend of the years. Actually, we probably hmm? we going to save that for December because December will have a 2023 recap show, which I do from start to finish. I'm not sure exactly where that's going to fit in. Remember, we have holidays going on as well. I think Christmas is on a Monday, so. That's not going to affect the show. Not that it's affected the show in past years anyway, but just jumping right off the top of my head, Joe, I think Butter Candle has made two distinct efforts of becoming a thing, and maybe it's just not going to take off. There's nothing else that's thinking uh, that's jumping off as food trend. A Thor's Hammer got some run a couple weeks ago, or was it last week when the World Series opened in Texas. Himes Hammer, I believe they called it Hurtados. I'm sorry if I'm not saying that right. Is it Hurtados that's in Arlington Stadium where the Rangers play? It's some highline barbecue restaurant, but that was getting a lot of run last week. It's a succulent dish, but Thor's Hammer was, I believe, a, a trend that was also happening in 2023. I believe there was a a surety question on what was the bigger waste of money, T-bone, or not T-bone steak, but tomahawk steak or Thor's hammer. And the winner slash loser of that was the tomahawk steak. Thor's hammer dominated. These are just some things that are coming off the top of my head because I try and have my finger on the pulse. So we're now in the open segment. If you have something you want to talk about or email, we have no phone, although somehow... Uh, there evidently is a, a door into the studio that I didn't know about. If you didn't know about this, a barbecue central show exclusive news update. Greg Renfrew reporting from the breaking news desk here in Cleveland, Ohio, the city that breaks the most live fire breaking news across the country, nay, the globe. Finally confirmed. CEO of the Kansas City Barbecue Society, Rod Gray, will join the show next Tuesday, November 7th. Now, you might be asking yourself, where is he fitting in? That's a first Tuesday of the month. That's a Malcolm Reed. And if Malcolm's not available, Mark Williams segment. There's probably somebody already 35 past the first hour. You got Sam the Cooking Guy going into the second hour. 
There's no way Rod probably wants to do a 10:35 Eastern segment. So how can that possibly happen? Luckily, I have the answer because I was keen on landing this interview and it has transpired about like I thought. Rod shows up on Tailgate Guys podcast. Subsequently, and soon thereafter, shows up on Pitmaster, an old Virginia Smoke podcast that's hosted by Luke Darnell. And because this show is live, and I'm not going to pre-record anything because we do it live. We'll do it live. Then October, sorry, November 7th is the Tuesday that works best for Rod. We didn't know if it was going to be the 7th or the 14th. Because beginning of the month, Rod has a lot of meetings and duties as far as, uh, you know, CEO, uh, maybe board stuff, uh, other meetings that he has there for work that he didn't know if the first Tuesday of November was going to be the best or not. But he confirmed that November 7th, he will be here. So I have adjusted the guests that were already booked in the first hour. Uh, Malcolm Reed, gone. Patrick Montgomery, owner, first time guest. Of the Kansas City Cattle Company, gone. We will catch up with Malcolm Reed in December as we look to close the year. He was most gracious on giving up that segment, realizes the importance there. And we will bump Patrick Montgomery, the owner of Casey Cattle Company, to the 10.35 p.m. Eastern segment on the 7th instead of doing the 9.35 Eastern slot that he was originally slotted to do. And I do this because I want to allow, I want the whole first and and second segment in that. So let's call it the first. I want the whole uh, first hour interview segments allotted for Rod in case we need any extra time in order to work through the questions. Uh, Also, as I had mentioned, if you weren't aware, you're just tuning in. Rod has done two interviews already, uh, both released last week, one with Tailgate Guys Barbecue Podcast, the other with Pitmaster, which is done by Luke Darnell. I can assure you, the interview that I'm going to be doing next Tuesday will not be something similar to either of those interviews. I've been in contact with a number of folks. I've been doing a lot of digging, a lot of question asking, a lot of research. Also, breaking down that report that was released on the KCBS website that explains what went wrong and what corrective actions the company that did this audit are suggesting the KCBS take moving forward to avoid the scoring issues that happened at the American Royal last month. So if you haven't been following this story and you're looking for what some might call direct or real questions to be asked and followed up on, then you're not going to want to miss this coming Tuesday's show, November 7th, once again. Also, while we're on the subject, <clears throat> I want to make sure that this is Waterford crystal clear. The questions that I'm going to be asking Rod next week would be the same questions whether Rod is CEO or not, whoever is sitting in the position would be getting the questions that I'm going to be asking. If it was Emily Detweiler as CEO, she would be getting these same questions. If previous CEO to Emily Detweiler, Heath Hall, was in this position, 
coming into next week, I would be asking him the very same questions. Uh, This is only happening because something major transpired and needs to be followed up on because it was at the biggest barbecue contest every year and especially at the biggest barbecue contest that KCBS sanctions every year. I'm not questioning the person. I'm questioning the position. And I think that needs to be made abundantly clear before we run into November 7th. No one gets free passes on this show. This show's reputation, this show's ability to exist over the last 18 years isn't by chance, isn't because we lob softballs and don't want to ask the tough questions. It's the exact opposite of that. You either love the show or you hate the show because I'm going to ask the questions that other people, A, don't prepare for, B, don't think to ask, C, don't want to ask because it's uncomfortable. Luckily, I thrive in uncomfortable. Or D, don't want to follow up on. This is a big enough event. This is a big enough error where certain questions need to be asked and answered. So I will ask these questions and then it will be up to the position. It's Rod, of course. It will be up to him to answer those questions. And it's going to go one of three ways, I think. And we'll just see how it plays out. But again, Just to be clear, regardless of who is holding CEO's position, I'm asking the questions to whoever that would be. It just so happens as Rod. So let's keep that in mind as we push to November 7th. I'm hoping it really is the definitive interview and is one that is pointed to as getting as many answers as we possibly could. Uh, outside of the report, again, if you don't know about it, you can go to the KCBS website, which is kcbs.us, and off to the right hand of the navigation, there's something that you can click on that shows a full report of what this IT company does or what they did as far as uh, tracking back, doing their audit of how they got to this position. Uh, You can read it. It's Uh, 16 pages. I mean, it's technically like eight pages, but uh, the second portion of those 16 pages, so pages eight or or nine through 16 are uh, a little further explanation of the chart that you would see up on the top. And you can certainly dig through that uh, if you have questions or uh, insight and you want to get at me, you know where to find me, Greg, at the BBQ Central Show dot com. And we can take it from there. But if you are interested in seeing and hearing from Rod uh, live on this show, you want to tune in first hour next week, November 7th. Tell everybody you know that might be interested in this to make time on next Tuesday to see it live. Of course, we're recording and the video show archives automatically right after the show ends. And you will get the audio podcast uh, because it is in the first hour uh, directly on Wednesday. So you either need to subscribe to the podcast feed or you can subscribe through email or any number of ways. So uh, the com slash subscribe for all the ways in case you're not going to be able to hear it live. 
you can get it in podcast. As it relates to the Barbecue Central Show's Guest Hall of Fame, I have heard back from Fast Eddie, Tim Shear just earlier this evening, and Chris Becker all scheduling their origin stories as they book into the show. Looking forward to that. We don't need to do an origin story on Rusty Monson because we did origin stories on the Embedded Correspondence a couple of years ago, and uh, Rusty shared a portion of his life that scared the crap out of me where he was almost murdered in the streets of New Orleans. Shook me to my very core. So we don't need to do one on him. But you can look forward to origin stories of Fast Eddie. Robert Moss is already booked for the second Tuesday of next month for that full hour. So we bump Meathead for an origin story on Robert Moss, Chris Becker, Tim Shear. And once again, we leave out Rusty Monson. But I am absolutely excited and giddy with learning about the origin story of Fast Eddie, a legend in this industry. Now a Barbecue Central Show's guest Hall of Famer. So, uh, by the way, quite an accomplished desert racer. And he's a man's man. Tinkers with cars, like everything that I don't do, Eddie does. So looking forward to getting his whole origin story as a youth, being a fireman, transitioning into the live fire, creating pellet cookers, the whole deal. Remember, Fast Eddie created the FE line of cookers that he partnered with uh, Cookshack for many years, and I believe they switched to Danson's for some point in time, and then he transitioned back to Cookshack, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll learn all about that stuff. Also with Tim Shear, also with Chris Becker. So looking forward to that. And that gets us caught up. Drunken Honky Wang and so many podcasts are forced. Forcing the good questions is what makes the Barbecue Central show special. Thank you, Drunken Honky, for saying that. just reading through here real quick I had a did I miss it oh I got it. oh I'm just catching up on your comment drunken honky where do I find a PayPal link to donate to your show no 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 we don't do that my listeners do not require to donate to my show. I don't sell you anything. I am happy to send out samples of the Aladino Corojo Reserve cigar in Toro. What do we know about Aladino? They are the brands underneath JRE Tobacco. JRA Tobacco is a family-run brand and a vertically integrated manufacturer known for its authentic Corojo tobacco grown at the JRE Tobacco Farm in Honduras. This is the original Cuban seed brought over from Cuba of Corojo. Flavor characteristics unique 
brings you back to the golden era of cigars in Cuba from 1947 to 1961. Their approach in blending prioritizes flavor to give contemporary smokers a sensational experience with a range of blends, making sure there is something for everyone to enjoy. You can find a retailer near you by visiting jretobacco.com. And again, if you want a sampling, like Scott emailed me yesterday, and I'm going to be sending out him a pair of Aladino Corojo Reserva in Robustos to try. And if you fall in love with them like I have, I recommend this. Quickly become a box buyer. I think they come in boxes of 20 or 25. You save per stick. Because it costs different if you buy buy the single, or if you buy by the box, you get a discount. Everybody loves saving money. But they are so good, it's going to be hard to find another cigar that is as good. As I say each and every week, if you like a really good and authentic Cuban cigar, it's like this but better because JRE is pulling out all different flavor notes from the soil in Honduras that you can't get in Cuba. They're being lazy in Cuba. They're not progressing. They're not employing technology like Justo and Julio are over at Aladino and JRE Tobacco Farms. Step it up if you're an enjoyer of premium hand-rolled cigars. Let me send you some samples if you haven't tried it already, and then you tell me it's not the best cigar you smoked in 2023. I'm getting the reaction back. I know I'm not lying. And I'm paying for the freight. How about that? JREtobacco.com. We're back to wrap the show right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Wimpy. And that's the second time tonight. It's like the first time I've ever hosted a show. The mic does not work when there's no heat on the mic. Lesson number one for those of you looking to start a podcast in 2024. How many people are going to start? It doesn't have to be barbecue related. How many people are going to start a podcast in 2024? That might be next week's YouTube poll question of the week. How many people are going to start a barbecue pod? Uh, how many people are going to start a podcast in 2024? Yes or no? And that is probably, I got to remember to listen back to the show so I don't forget to make that the YouTube poll question of the week. Next week. Again, if you're just tuning in, don't forget or don't miss the first hour of the show. I mean, don't miss at all. Sam the Cooking Guy rejoins the show after a month off. It seems like forever. Might as well feel like six months. You go a month without Sam, it feels like six months without Sam. And he's going to be on vacation again. 
but he's going to be in Mexico. A lot of people love to go to Mexico. I Not me. He's bringing the microphone. He's going to be in a majestic Mexican setting. And he's going to do the interview. He's guaranteed that that's going to be happening. I'm putting 99% of surety on it. There's a 1% iffy factor. Who knows what's going to happen. But if Sam says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So we'll get him back in the fold after having a month off. But in the first hour, we'll be interviewing CEO of the KCBS, Rod Gray. And we're going to be talking extensively about the issues that transpired at the American Royal Open last week. And there are other things that we're going to be talking about as well. So if you want a live interview or you weren't satisfied with the other two interviews that have already been done and released last week, uh, maybe I can get you into the satisfaction level next week as Rod Gray joins the show. All right, that's going to do it all the way back in the first hour. Steve Ray rejoined the show after a four-year layoff. Steve Ray runs the Owl's Nest Barbecue Supply Store in Ultawa, Tennessee. He also owns and runs the historic Steve Ray's Midnight Oil, where you can get gas and get your car fixed. Just great reconnecting with Steve and having a rather heavy segment and a half as he explained why he vacated the show as abruptly as he did, which I certainly uh, a, appreciate the candor and openness, but uh, now have full visibility on what happened. Second hour, Smokey Smockford rejoined the show and sang a Halloween song that had many different references. There was a meet Mitch reference, there was a John reference, a Doug reference. There was a Mickey Man meet reference, a Maddie and Kiki reference. There was a bridge involved at the end. It was crazy. As I mentioned, big show planned for you next week. You won't want to miss it. So set your calendars now. Set reminders now while you're thinking about it. So how do I always leave you? September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Sylvie Curry from Ramona, California, and I'm listening to the Barbecue Central Show.